welcome to another episode of the Cursed Checkpoint, HorribleNight.com's topical podcast. I am Justin Lacey, and joining me tonight is Aaron McNeil. What's up, Aaron? Hey, Justin. How's it going? Not too bad. Aaron and I have had a few offline discussions about motion gaming, uh, mainly due to the fact that uh, Aaron recently reviewed both the Skyward Sword and the Gunstringer uh, for HorribleNight.com, and it just... Got me thinking and got me playing those games about, um, you know, how how much promise motion gaming had at one point, and these are kind of the best examples of where we've gotten to this point. And kind of wanted to get his get his thoughts on where motion games are going and and see if um, we have any hope for the future. Yeah, um, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's let's start with let's start with Zelda because that kind of um, that kind of kicked things off uh to kind of bring motion games back but also kind of wrapped up wrapped up the Wii but um um why don't you talk a little bit about I guess the highs and lows of Zelda for you well Zelda Skyward Sword is kind of a funny animal in that it like you said it's coming at the end of the Wii's lifespan or what we are perceiving as the end (laughs) of that Wii's lifespan but it's kind of a strange thing in that it's you kind of want a traditional Zelda game. You, Everyone has this idea, everyone that's familiar with Zelda anyway, has the idea of how a Zelda game should play and the formula it should follow. And the main thing about Skyward Sword is it kind of takes that f- familiar formula and places it slightly on its head by making you actually have to perform these actions that Link normally would just do with the press of a button. And the highs of Zelda, I would have to say, are that I kind of feel... It does that really well. It When you swing the, the Wii remote, Link swings the sword. When you turn it to the side, he's turning it to the side. And that part is fun when it works. <laughs> and it the, does not the, work 100%. The motion control caveat. <laughs> yes, and there are times when I got frustrated while playing and reviewing this game when sometimes, especially when it comes to like the act of rolling a bomb, that's not a very natural motion for a person sitting down, but when you're standing up, oh, it makes sense. You know, you bowl standing up, but no one ever really bowls while sitting down unless there are wheelchair bowling leagues. I'm not sure if that yeah. exists or not, but it's just a really awkward kind of motion and so much, like there are so many times where I kind of just put the bomb down instead of rolling it and having a bomb blow up at your feet when you didn't intend for that to happen is a very frustrating experience, but didn't happen too often, so I didn't really dock the game for that. And you kind of get used to it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Your your review. I mean, we both definitely agree that Zelda is back. I mean, that Skyward Sword as a Zelda game was much better than we uh, expected and probably could have hoped for, uh, at least for me, <laughs> as far as hoping. Yeah. Goes. Um, but you know, I think I overall was much more frustrated with the motion controls. Um, then you, you kind of gave it a pass and that was kind of, um, kind of, kind of surprised me, but I think I've also noticed earlier in the Wii's life cycle, I was much more accepting of motion controls and much more into it. I used to joke that you, you know, if you're sitting down while playing a Wii game, you're playing it wrong, but I wanted, I wanted to sit down to play Zelda and I kind of wonder maybe it was just, it was just my mentality that I was approaching it wrong because I do find myself whenever I get into a heated battle in Zelda, um, I stand up and 
up until like when I'm just kind of wandering around, I'm I'm always on my on the couch. But it became easier to do, you know, especially when you're fighting a boss or an, an enemy that that really is playing towards those. You have to swing the sword in the proper direction. Um, tactics like it, it became much easier to do that while standing up than while sitting down. Did you have anything similar? Yeah, I was gonna say that it's it's kind of a weird thing that the game asks of you, and it depends on your mentality and how accepting you are of these kind of rules the game kind of wants to put on how you play. And that when you're kind of wandering around like through the forest or the desert, sitting down is perfectly fine. The game doesn't require that you pretend to walk in place, which is great. <laughs> but uh, when it comes to like an intense fight or doing some of the more awkward puzzle segments, if you stand up, that awkwardness tends to lessen and you become more accepting of, oh, I'm pretending to throw a bomb. This makes sense. I'm shooting a bow and arrow. Although you can do that sitting down, too. So I don't know what I'm talking about there. But there are certain... Things that just work better when you stand up and yeah. things that are okay when you sit down. Yeah, I think it's it's a lot of that kind of the exploration and the puzzle solving that goes into a Zelda game. Like, um, I really wanted to sit down for those portions, but like you said, it was just little stuff with even the beetle or tossing bombs or using other items that if I didn't get it right the first time while sitting down, I felt like I needed to stand up and do it. And just I just became more wary of that especially like if i was having trouble solving something so it was just um i don't mind it at first it's the, the second or third time when it doesn't work it just i i was left with this overwhelming feeling that um i this is all just unnecessary that that's what i keep coming back to yeah. with with these games and then i started thinking that like if zelda and nintendo can't get it right at this point in the life cycle granted um they've they've set the bar pretty high and i i would love to see other games iterate off of what Zelda's done, but I just wonder if motion controls will really ever be necessary for a game. That's something that I have thought about too, especially while writing that review and thinking back on the game. I had a great time with it. I don't question the experience that it gave me, but if you think about Zelda, you think about Ocarina of Time, Wind Waker, those games didn't ask for you to do motion controls, and if you stripped the motion control out of Skyward Sword, would that game still give you the same feeling like, hey, Zelda's back, we're doing you know, cool stuff, it's, <laughs> it's in the, the Wii, like the next gen kind of station, but I kind of feel that while the motion control, I got used to it, I had fun with it, I enjoyed myself, and at the end of the day, I didn't think, oh, this game was any worse for having the motion controls. If there were no motion controls at all and it played like one of those old 3D Zeldas, I probably still would have enjoyed it the same and all of those frustrating moments probably would have been alleviated altogether. Yeah, I guess I think that was my frustration is I felt like it was the best Zelda game I've played in a while except the motion controls kept holding me down. But my other my other epiphany that just kind of was going through my head was I think if they stripped out all the motion control stuff outside of the sword playing, I think that would fix a majority of my problems. Because I didn't mind. I kind of that was the the sword the sword fighting was really immersive, and I think that's what the Wii's yeah. always always tried to um, to 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 say they're bringing to the table. Even with you know, it, I I remember I think it was either it may have been something you said in the review or um, had in one of our conversations, but I think. I remember somebody telling me that while they were playing this game, as soon as they they got into a battle that surprised them and they jumped off the couch and then started hacking away at the guy. And it was like – I was like they actually 
had one of those early Nintendo Wii commercial moments. Yeah, I was thinking that's like a commercial. <laughs> and uh, no, no, I know what it was. It was it was my friend. Sorry, I can't remember who this was, but they were playing at their house, and they were kind of they were kind of. Um, it must have been chilly or something because they had a blanket kind of over their head and over their shoulders. And when the fight came up, I, I guess the wife was kind of laughing at him. But the, they he stood up and kind of like flipped the blanket off of his shoulders and started attacking. Like very – probably actually a little bit of like a Star Wars Jedi. But um, I, I wish – I bet Nintendo wished they had captured that moment uh, for their marketing. That's, that's a great example of – how the, especially how the sword fights are in the game and what motion controlling could be that the game shouldn't ask, you know, hey, please, do you want to stand up and play this game? It yeah. should kind of it should make you desire to want to jump off the couch and you know pretend you're swinging a sword and fighting things and you should just want to do it. And I did give Zelda a pass just because I was like really into Skyward Sword and I really liked it. And amongst all those other games I was playing, I felt that the experience was one of the best I was having at the time. But I was a little more forgiving, and whenever Zelda asked me, hey, you know, stand up to do this mm-hmm. just so you don't have to do it five times, I was like, okay, I'll do that. You know, you're a fun game, Skyward Sword, but not everyone's going to feel that way, and I understand that. And it there could have been a little bit more of that oomph or push that would have made people really want to enjoy swinging, you know, pretending to swing a sword, roll a bomb you know, play with that beetle and retrieve things, go swimming. (laughs) And just wasn't there. Yeah. Just, and don't make me fly with it. That was, I didn't mind the beetle, but man, flying around. And that's such a big part of, uh, being, being in Skyland or whatever that, uh, um, Uh, Skyloft. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. I got, I've got a lot of sky stuff. (laughs) Um, but real quick, let's let's go ahead and and talk a little bit about the Gunstringer because you got into that game a little bit more recently. What was your what was your experience like with the Gunstringer? The Gunstringer kind of takes all the problem I had with Zelda and that oh these controls aren't working that well because I'm sitting down and kind of flipped the equation to be the other way around and that hey I'm sitting down and I can you know relax I can probably explain what the gunstringer kind of is but it's like an on-rail shooter and you use both of your hands so instead of pretending to hold a gun with one hand and just shoot at things you use your other hand to control the gunstringer himself and that hand is pretending to puppeteer since he's a marionette and but he's on rails and so all you really do with that hand is jump and occasionally you dual wield which like i said it flipped my problems or my issues with Skyward Sword to the other way around and that my arms were killing me <laughs> after maybe half an hour to an hour of playing the Gunstringer in that these levels are not that long and you kind of get into a groove and I'm like, oh, I want to beat this so I can review it and I'm having a fun time. But yeah, like 45 minutes into a, a play session, I'm like, I my arms in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my arms are killing me and I, I I don't know how to solve this problem. <laughs> I want to keep playing, but you're not you're not letting me. Um, I actually ran into that problem with uh, Metroid Prime Three on the Wii. They had a lot of um, you basically had to have your arms up the entire time you're playing, and uh, it's kind of funny, especially you know the Gunstringer is at least um, 
made to the point where the levels are fairly short and you can get in and out on short play sessions. Not, you know, not if you're trying to review the game, you might have to try to play it for longer sessions. But with Metroid, I had much longer sessions that, you know, I'm used to playing Metroid games for like six to eight hour stints. And I had to, you know, after 90 minutes, kind of take a break and, you know, maybe we're just getting old or something, but still it's, it's (laughs) demanding a little bit more of the player than we're, than we're used to. Um, but I thought there was there are a few novel things about the Gunstringer, and most notably is the issue that um, I think some people have with the game is just grasping that concept that your left hand is puppeteering the guy and not like representing his exact movements. And um, I thought they they made that come to life really well. I thought Twisted Pixel did a great job of uh, the first the first company outside of a dancing game that has actually noticed. I worked around the limitations of a connect of the connect. And, um, that's more, that's more important to me that you figure, figure out those limitations and turn them into advantages than trying to do too much. And I felt like the gunstringer is the best example of this is the most we can get out of it right now. So that kind of, that's kind of why I, I paired up skyward sword and the gunstringer because this is really, uh, for core gamers, this is as good as motion controls are right now. And I just wonder, you know, this is the second full year of the Kinect. Um, Nintendo is moving on to the Wii, Wii U, but the the Wii remotes will continue to live on. I just yeah. I wonder if they will continue to innovate, or if we really will be stuck with just these kind of casual games and party games and um, you know and dancing games. Not nothing not to take away from Dance Central because both of us are big fans of that. Big fans of that game, but I loves to dance. Yes, I just wonder if this is if we've we've hit that wall already. That's my question too. Is you know is that wall really close to us right now? Because it kind of feels like it is. In that I I mean you can dance with the Connect and the Wii. You can do these kind of on rail shooters. But whenever you know a company tries to make a game that's a little more for the core or the hardcore they don't tend to be received all that well. And I mean, you're kind of trying to cater to a large group of people that have grown up or are growing up now on holding a controller, relaxing with some friends or by themselves and being able to play games for, you know, an entire afternoon with no real complaints. Mm -hmm. And when you've put them in a position where they need to, you know, pretend to mirror something or parrot something on the screen or flail around endlessly and, that's like the, that's my main problem with Dance Central too. Is that I I like dancing and this game is fun and it puts it into a really kind of fun environment, getting scores and you know seeing how well can I you know learn these routines. But when an hour into the game I'm starting to sweat and I'm getting <laughs> tired, and my brain's like, hey, you want to play some more, right? And my body's just screaming, no, no, stop. <laughs> I'm like I never had these problems with other games before. I played it until I got bored, or I'm like I need to eat. Yeah. <laughs> but motion gaming just is not really well suited for long periods of time. And I mean, when the Connect pops up, feeling sore, you know, maybe you should take a break. <laughs> I always think, oh, that's a, the most annoying thing just to see in the middle of my gameplay session because it's just going to remind me I am going to get tired. <laughs> well, uh, before I'm done. <laughs> I think. One of the other problems I'm recognizing too, and you know, Zelda did a little bit better than this than Gunstringer was um, that because of that fact that fatigue is always going to be a factor. I don't care how good a shape you're in, uh, if you want to do a marathon session of of these games uh, of motion games, it's going to be 
you're going to have to take it in consideration that the problem I've noticed with a lot of games is they, they're either all motion or they're not using motion at all. And they, I think they've been trying to just push this technology so hard on us that, you know, pretty much all of anything, no matter what genre you're in, if you go too far with one particular element and overbloat it, it, it detracts from the rest of the game. And I think... Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, that's why the party games have been successful, because they're all short burst types of games. But, like, it kind of brings me back to my point about Zelda, and now I'm wishing for the perfect Zelda, but is that if if only the sword fights were the motion gaming, I think I could have I gotten into it. And But it was all the other things that there was making me do that... And then, same thing with Gunstringer. Um, I, mean, I mean, you may... Maybe it's a traditional platformer or a third person action game where you're solving some puzzles in between the, the actual gunfights that, and those are controlled to be, you know, three to five minutes and those are on rails, but not, you know, for 45 minutes at a time, like you're saying. And, um, you know, hopefully now that these, um, these devices, this technology has had a couple years under its belt. Maybe that's, that's kind of, my hope for developers is they recognize let's mix in the strengths of the connect and Wii modes. And, uh, I, I haven't used the PlayStation move, but I've heard it's actually better than the Wii. Um, yeah, I haven't used it either. Um, and I, and it sounds like, it sounds like it is. And, um, but still that stuff needs to be used in moderation. And I think, you know, I'm looking at games like steel battalion is the one that's kind of gotten my attention next in that it's got basically, when you're in the, it's a connect game where you're controlling giant mechs, and uh, when you're actually in the action, um, the you're using the controller. So it's the and it's the first connect game that I know that allows you to use the controller too. But when you're inside the cockpit and navigating around the menus, it's more using the 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 connect and those types of ideas. I think will push the technology forward at least to get to core gamers. I think. You know, the party stuff still has to be around for that crowd because I, you know, yeah. I still, I, I mean, I, I think you too. I, I enjoy playing those games with family and 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 parties they're, situations. They're great for holidays and yeah, you know, family gatherings. Because somebody was asking me the other day if I regret. Oh, we were, we had our big gaming regrets discussion back in uh, in January earlier this year, and we're talking about do you regret buying the Wii? And I don't purely based on those great memories I had with family around the holidays and introducing that technology to new people. Same thing with connect, but um, I do struggle with holding onto it for any, any major reason. Yeah. That, I mean, that's just one of the problems with these motion games is that if you don't live in an environment regularly where you see other people that maybe don't play games as much as you do, but are interested in games, I mean, the Wii, the connect, these are great you know, systems and peripherals, the move as well for those kind of people that are a little more physical. They don't spend all their time thinking about, you know, making Mario jump over here or making Master Chief shoot that thing over Mm -hmm. there. And when you put them in a scenario where all they have to do is pick up something or pretend to do something and see it translate onto the screen, these things are great. But when you're by yourself and you play games like that on the, you know, on a regular basis, it's it's hard to justify having spent the two fifty or however much it costs now yeah. for a Wii or even though they've kind of made these connect bundles and stuff, 
if I was in a different place where I played by myself and didn't have my wife or my parents who were interested in doing these things, this would have been a, a kind of a real waste of money. Yeah. In that I could, I'd realize these limitations that oh, I'm going to get tired and just go back to what was tried and true, and I know I can play for hours. And so I agree with you. The developers need to start getting a nice mix. They they maybe should have tried to introduce gamers into the idea of using motion controls a little more incrementally, mm-hmm. and instead of just going full throttle, you know, drop your controller and do this thing. And the Steel Battalion sounds great to me. When what you described, I mean, just I have a lot controller. of I have a lot of hopes of the Kinect games that also use controllers. Um, that's my one issue with the Kinect is I'm all for that whole marketing push and it, and it's it's done done well for Microsoft to be different and say you are the controller. But you know, I, honestly, I feel better with a a Wiimote in my hands than I do with most Kinect games. I just I need something tangible, not yeah. even not even just for buttons, just for you know, just some of the floatiness that comes with not holding anything um, and feeling more grounded when you have a Wiimote in your hand. Um, and um, so I'd like to see, and I, I know the Kinect can do that. They just, I'm really anxious to see where the Kinect goes with the next console. And, um, you yeah. know, a lot of the rumors about the the updates coming to Kinect with it being the fidelity increasing to be able to detect your fingers and some eye movement. I mean, this is just the very beginning of that technology. Um, but I, I mean, I honestly wouldn't mind to see it combined with what the Wii and PlayStation Move are doing. Yeah, I wasn't aware of all this tracking that the Kinect was going to eventually be doing. It's kind of creepy, the idea of your eyes dart <laughs> to the left, and the, the game is going to respond in turn. But uh, that might be bad when it if it works with Netflix and some <laughs> more sexual movie shows up in the... Uh, Look away! <laughs> What's this movie? Oh, you know, yeah. oh shit! Now we're watching it. <laughs> um, actually, and that's the other side that I mean, it's not really with motion gaming, but I like, do like the the voice recognition stuff that's going on and the voice commands that are going on with the Connect. So, I mean, I like that Microsoft's pushing that stuff. It's just I felt like we kind of we hit the limit um, quickly on what these games are going to do until developers really uh, really innovate. And I also, I guess. Selfishly, I don't want to have to see or experience uh, Nintendo having to set the bar again. I feel like I feel like they they yeah. really needed to they wanted to flex one more time what the Wii could do with Skyward Sword, and I think they forced themselves into using the motion control more than they knew was necessary. And uh, but I think that was more of a directive. I'm, I mean, this is all conjecture on my part, but um, I I would I want the the I don't want the games to suffer because they're just trying to show things off. Yeah, I can see what you're saying about that. I mean, it's like we started off saying that this is like the end of the Wii's life cycle. They're you know putting more steam into the Wii U, and you can you can make the argument that Skyward Sword maybe was a little too crammed with motion controls because they're like, hey, we need to justify this thing and show that this works. We're trying to prove to the people that say, oh, the Wii's, you know, not as great as these other two systems that it really can be. So it could be taken that way. Whether or not it is, I don't know, but I had fun with Skyward Sword, and I still have, I had fun with the Gunstringer too. Yeah. But what what I might have given, you know, a, a full score <laughs> for what it was might not be what I want to see more of down the line, especially here in 2012. Things, yeah. things yeah. could be better than another Skyward Sword 2. 
Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> they, it, it got those high ratings for things outside of the motion control. Let's just say that. And, um, yeah. um, and I think, you know, one gun stringer that's, that's novel. And honestly, I connect needs more games like it. And it needs to push its boundaries a little bit. Um, and so it was nice to see that come along, but, um, you know, there's only, I keep thinking, you know, I look at what the fable guys were doing. There was that, that, uh, that oh, they yeah. demoed at E3 that they were oh, saying no, this isn't on rails. But I just, I don't. It's going to be really tough to do connect games that aren't on rails, and that's another big concern because we made that joke earlier about, you know, at least on with the Wii, you're you're not having to, you know, uh, move around and or on the gun string, you're not having to walk to walk your character. And uh, yeah. I'm seeing too many too much of that. So, but at the same time, it's you know the on rail stuff all the time isn't isn't that interesting either so hopefully you know like i said they'll start to integrate more more controller stuff and uh, mix up the game a bit yeah there there are just mundane activities that i don't think should translate into motion controls and (laughs) pushing a control stick forward to make your character walk forward is fine we accept that that works but yeah don't make people walk don't make them have to steer things through boring open sections i mean things on rails work because it's kind of guiding you to the next action piece, but don't expect everyone to want to try to force, you know, the game to go in the right direction. I couldn't imagine if that fable thing was not on rails. Like they say that it is. Yeah. Yeah. Is there, is there any good? Oh, I was just gonna say if, if I had to pilot my character somewhere, I could just see that being a frustrating experience. I don't know if they want you to sit down or stand up to do that or if either one works, but I can see a lot of people giving up on motion controlling if it starts to go into that direction where like picking up items means you have to reach out and grab it all the time. And these are things that pressing the A button to pick up something off the ground is fast and easy. It's almost the equivalent of if these non-motion games had extra animation to, you know, pick up guns off the ground (laughs) or change armor. It's just stuff that doesn't need to happen. Yeah, it's just just because you can, you doesn't mean you should type of thing. Definitely. Um, and I don't mean to like this. This is more focused on us as you know us as core gamers and wanting more out of these systems. I still have some great some great moments even recently with the Connect and uh, the Wii. Uh, most notably, when I played uh, Once Upon a Time a mon- Once Upon a Wait Once, oh, upon, once, once upon, upon a Monster. A monster. Yeah. <laughs> The Sesame Street game, and I had a good time both with uh, my girlfriend's three-year-old daughter who enjoyed the game. I love the fact that between that and Fruit Ninja, she's been able to um, be able to play video games, and she knows that she's causing the interactions. It's really fun to watch. But I also played Once Upon a Monster with um, Cole, a writer on our site. His his wife and I played at New Year's, and we had a blast too. So I, I still like those experiences. There's still places for them. I just want more of a reason for myself to own these rather than, you know, for those situations with other people. So, yeah, justifying those purchases with other people is great because those are gaming is a social thing and Mm -hmm. people like to talk about games and people like to play games for the most part. So, yeah, Once Upon a Monster probably does work really well. I haven't played it, although I wouldn't mind playing it, but I'm sure it works well it's with actually, other people. It's actually really tiring. Like it's it's oh, like oh, it's, really? it's one of the better exercise games cuz you're just mimicking these monsters movements and uh I mean and you I mean 
it's hilarious. But um, you'll have to see it. So if you for 2012, like what's your what's your kind of wish with motion gamings this year? My wish for motion gaming would be that they take the casual side and wanting you know a bunch of people to gather around and play a game and find a way to integrate that more into kind of what the core audience has been doing already and kind of teach these casual people a little bit more about how to play a game Ooh, nice. the way core people are playing it, but still using the motion controls. Man, so if they a way, could... Yeah, if you can strike that balance that makes everyone happy, that's gold. I mean, if they... Yeah, that's you're onto something as far as they've kind of got the, the, the new audience or the casual audience, whatever you want to call them, and if they could get use this as a bridge to get them to a court game and also give us something a little bit more challenging and more entertaining to play or i guess more immersive for us to play than um uh the other games i would i'd be right along with that and i i just hope that um i hope the connect surprises me and that maybe this fall um that we're we're talking about uh one or two titles that pushed it f- further forward and gives us something to look forward yeah. to for the next consoles i mean the wii I don't really have any expectations for it this year, but Neither I think do I. I think the the Connect needs to kind of if it can still feel relevant at the end of the year, I think they're they're on the right track. So yeah, they've done it right if they can get to that point. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna do it for tonight, Aaron. Thanks for hanging out with me. Thanks, Justin. Glad to talk about all these motion controls and my fatigue. <laughs> I think we need to get in shape. What do you think? Yeah, if I, I don't know if I did 50 push-ups before I played a Connect game, I probably would wind up not playing the game at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll be back for another Curse Checkpoint in the near future. Thanks for listening.